War Eagle. This is War Bloggle with Bloggle Spot number 237. It is Thursday, September 7th. It's 4.03 in the p.m. and it's 90 degrees outside. My name's War Bloggle and you may have heard me do one of these a year ago. You know, when you're still fresh and excited about football and you're like, oh, we're going to really do this this year. And yeah, you don't win and then you coach baseball and that's all that matters in your life or takes over your life. But anyway, this is Cal week. Auburn is 1-0. We have beaten UMass 59-14. to They flew a long way to New Mexico State and won, and then they flew back, and then they flew a long way to Auburn and lost. And now Auburn is about to fly a long way to Cal. This is like an ACC basketball schedule for next year. Um, so, quick recap of, of UMass. Uh, obviously, Offense looked really good most of the game. Um, Peyton Thorne doing most of the work, and then Robbie getting Robbie taking over in the red zone, uh, which caused idiots to say things, you know, like, I wish Peyton Thorne would throw inside the red zone, or can Robbie throw the ball? Well, it was UMass, and we won 59-14. to None of that had to happen. Um, and we definitely didn't need to show Cal what, what would happen. Uh, but... Um, you know, people can't be happy. There's been a lot said about that. Some angry Alabama fan just drove by me. Um, there's been a lot said about that on Warbloggle this week. Bo Nose has posted, you know, an article about the idiots that are still among us that just, it's 59 to 14 and we're finding things to be mad about. Or, you know, my favorite, if we play like this against the SEC, it's not going to, well, we weren't. So who cares? Um, and then also I just posted on Warbloggle, uh, kind of a new thing we started this year the kraken as i know him he has a uh, little weekly feature now called what's kraken he's got some insider sources some sauces and he's you know he's able to get some information and, and he's heard from people inside that that see these dumb tweets that people complaining about or or thinking they know they know stuff because they played a little b-a-w-l in a 2A high school 24 years ago. Uh, but anyway, we're not going to be negative today. We're going to talk about Auburn beating UMass. Obviously, it kind of happened how it should have happened. Um, there was a little bit of, not worry, but concern that it was our first game. We didn't know what we were going to get. And UMass beat New Mexico State, and that was their first road win in like four years. Um, so that was, you know, it might not be that easy. And especially when they went straight down the field and scored easily, you know, pretty much easily on the, the their first drive. It was like, uh-oh. But it all settled down, and, and Auburn did that what they were supposed to do against UMass. Um, and that was without Jarquez Hunter, without Nehemiah Pritchett. Most, uh, yeah, Nehemiah Pritchett didn't play at all, and then, you know, a few others didn't play either or, didn't pl- or played sparingly. Um, again, didn't really have to have it, but – if you go onto warblogo.com and read the new What's Cracking, you, you you will see or hear what Kraken thinks about people um, coming back this week. Sounds like he's he's kind of, and I don't want to take the thunder here. You can go read it for more info. Uh, but it sounds like he's about 50-50 on Jarquez playing, but maybe a little bit more than that. He's just playing it safe. Um, Pritchett should be back. Uh, who else? There was two or three other defensive guys I can't think of right this second. Uh, oh, who were they? It's 
Rim, Reem, however you say his name. Uh, so, going a long trip to Cal, um, it really, you know, how good Cal is is just a small part of it. Uh, we've got to fly across the country, which is going to be fun, but it'll make you tired. Then we've got to, you know, practice out there. They're practicing at some big high school. Um, then you have to uh, wait all day to play a football game. Um, and you kind of want them to lay around in the in the hotel room, but then you kind of don't. Um, you know, you've heard me say it a thousand times, or maybe you haven't. I coach a lot of travel baseball, and, you know, you sometimes are, you know, with all-stars and things like that, you go on these long trips, and it's like, it's nice to be able to sit around and not play the whole time or rest, but then also when they lay in the bed all day, they're going to be sluggish getting up. So you got to think they'll probably go to the stadium or leave the stadium, leave for the stadium maybe at 6.30, 7.30 our time. Um, I don't know. I guess it. we're not going to have enough time to regulate, you know, the, the time zones in our body, their bodies and all that. Uh, but the game is at 7.30, their time. So it's not like, it's not the latest game in the history of the world, but over here it is. Um, I don't know that we've, we've never started a game after 8 o'clock, I would think. Here I know we've played some 8 o'clock games, Syracuse, Clemson, a few. Um, but even like the national championship game that was over in uh, the Rose Bowl, I don't believe that was a very late start. It was still light outside there, um, but uh, that's just a long day. I mean, it's, that's you're battling that kind of stuff more than the team. And you know, Cal has always been one of those teams. Like they'll they'll be good for Pac-12 every eight years or so. Um, they're not ever like the worst team in the world. Sometimes maybe they are. I remember they beat Ole Miss a few years ago, um, but it was an awful call that Ole Miss should have won. Um, but you know that that's the prop. That's the the issue is really the travel, the um, the waiting around that day is is kind of the big thing. But you know maybe if they're there three days, two or three days, you know they may not wake up till eleven o'clock our time, nine o'clock their time, and then you know it's not ridiculously long. They'll they'll eat lunch. They might do a little walk through in the in the conference room at the hotel and all that. So. Um, it's it's not ideal. I mean, Hugh Freeze, it's almost like he didn't even realize we were playing the game or something. I don't know. Not to make him look like he wasn't organized, but it was like it was like he didn't realize how late it was. He said he wished we weren't playing it. Because, um, I mean, to be honest, what benefit? I mean, if we go over there and win, people aren't going to realize it till the next morning, uh, most likely. But, I mean, it's a, it's a far-off road win against a Power 5 team. Um, that's one and oh, so it's something, but it's not really, it's not like playing Florida state right now or going and beating Clemson or, you know, even somebody like Virginia tech or somebody like that. That's kind of middle of the road, sometimes good. Um, you're going to Cal to kind of play, or you're going all the way to California to play. I don't know in the sec, they'd maybe be South Carolina like normal South Carolina. Well, this year, South Carolina so far. So I don't know maybe South Carolina might even be too good for them. Uh, but you know, they've got history. They've got a old big stadium that looks like a small version of the Rose bowl. Um, 
They had Marshawn Lynch, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, they've had some players. It's not awful. But, like I said, Hugh Freeze didn't really seem like he wanted to do it. It's a long trip. Supposedly, he was he wanted to fly over today. I guess today. Maybe it was yesterday. Uh, but an NFL team was using the same charter flight. So, they had to, I guess, whoever was playing today. Um, but So, they had to wait and fly out tomorrow. I don't know that that's a thousand percent sure. I thought I heard somebody say that, but, um, you know, it's one of those, I wish it was earlier in the day cause it really, people aren't going to, a lot of people aren't going to watch it. I mean, if you're in Georgia, the kickoff is at 1030. It's going to be after midnight before halftime. Um, so, you know, all you old people that, that get mad when a game's at seven o'clock and love to wake up at six o'clock so you can sit on your porch and drink coffee and waste time. Um, y'all are going to hate it, but you know, I'll be, I will actually be in Georgia, uh, for the game. We again have a travel ball tournament the next day. So I base my life around when Auburn football games are. So I didn't want to stay up till one thirty in the morning and then drive to Georgia to place travel ball. So we got a hotel in a place that's not really that far. It's definitely drivable on one day. Um, just so we could stay up till one thirty, probably two thirty Eastern time. And watch the game and then just be able to wake up the next day and go to go to the baseball game. So um so I'll I don't know. I, I'm assuming it's gonna last at least until two with all these rule changes you never know. Our Auburn's game last week sounded like I mean it seemed like it took twelve years, uh even with the running clock on first down. But um maybe it'll be quicker out there. It's it'll be later. Again, seven thirty is even I, that's late you know, it's it's not late, late, but it is, you know, you're usually looking at like a 6 o'clock game, uh, maybe a 7 o'clock game, but you got to think they tried, they put this game later, they wanted Pac-12 after dark, they wanted some craziness, they wanted just one other thing to help them get on the level of a, of a SEC team. And on that note, uh, Cal's running back, who is a good player, he scored, I think he scored two touchdowns last week, uh, he was probably, I was watching some other interview and and they said he was pretty much the only good player last year um and this year it, it's kind of it's maybe he got a few more weapons around him but um you've probably already seen it now i can't think of his name ott is maybe his last name uh basically saying we watched the film and their jerseys say auburn but they don't look like auburn which is kind of a backhanded compliment or the opposite of that, whatever you want to say. It's like, oh, so you think Auburn's good. That's good. Thanks. Um, but he's, you know, Auburn fans, most Auburn fans are still like, you know, somewhat cautious. Nobody's going around thumping our chest saying 59-14 over UMass. I mean, that that was nice. That was good. That's what we're supposed to do. Um, but even Auburn fans are kind of cautious right now. So it's not like Auburn or fans are walking around going, yeah, we're Auburn. We're going go to Cal and, and do I mean some people are thinking that I'm thinking that just because I know the difference in an SEC team that's middle whatever at worst middle of the SEC I think um right now we have no idea uh but at worst you would say middle of the SEC um going to play at best a middle Pac-12 team so I'm not thumping my Auburn chest. I'm just thumping the, hey, we've got better players than you um, just because. That's just how it is. So, but 
so this guy gave some bullets and board material, you know, saying they're, they don't look like Auburn to me, but again, that's kind of like a, it was a little bit of a compliment to me. Uh, but whatever, it, it was one game. We didn't have Jarquez. We may have Jarquez. Um, to be honest, I don't know that we needed him. Not that I'm saying we don't need Jarquez, but if I, I before the season when I had a feeling or was told that he probably wasn't going to play the first game or the first three games, I was like, yeah, we may not need him. Probably won't need him. Um, but, I mean, Cal was up, I think it was 17-10 to 10 last week against North Texas. They ended up pulling away. But at one point, I was like, oh, okay, it's going to be a pretty simple game. Um, maybe they're not, they're not that good. But then, of course, that changed when they scored a few touchdowns in the second half. Um, but I still, you know, Damari Austin is is fine, good. He didn't play a ton last week because he wasn't needed. Jeremiah Cobb showed what he can do. Um, even Sean Jackson did. Um, Sean Jackson actually technically led the team in rushing um, from that really long touchdown run. But – the only thing that that, I mean, not the only thing, the big thing that that shows me was that the offensive line was better. Yes, it was UMass. Yes, they didn't look great on defense the week before. But even last year, bad teams were still stuffing the offensive line, still stuffing tank. Like, we could not get through anybody. So, at least – that was a positive sign, which if we've got four running backs and a def- decent offensive line, we can afford to not have one or not have Jarquez again this week. Uh, but he is going. That I think that's pretty much known. He's going on the trip. So, anyway, kind of all over the place. Uh, Auburn basketball schedule came out today for the SEC. I, I noticed we were starting with Arkansas, Texas A&M, and somebody, I can't remember. Um, Arkansas – First is pretty tough. We used to start Tennessee, it seemed like. The first few years, we or the last few years, we started with Tennessee first. Then we started playing them last. Um, but Arkansas will be, you know, anytime we can beat Musselman, maybe he'll keep his shirt on this time. Maybe we can rip it off of him. Um, what else? Beat UMass playing Cal, Samford next, which is homecoming, which is very early for me. For whatever reason, I'm not – when I think of homecoming – I'm thinking, hey, you went on a road trip. Maybe you played two away games. Now we're coming home. I realize it's really more about, hey, everybody come home to your college and bring your kids because tickets are cheap. Uh, But whatever. Um, So, yeah. I'm doing this Bloggle Spot the old-fashioned way. 14 minutes. Wow. Uh, Sitting in the car waiting on Baby Bloggle 2 to do what? Yes, a baseball or more of an agility lesson. So, that's all I do is drive around two baseball fields and either coach or now watch some of it. So that stage of life. Um, so yes, check Warbloggle. I've got SEC predictions out, all the games, but Auburn, I will put that in my preview tomorrow on Friday. Uh, we've got what's cracking. There's five or six rumors, all that kind of good stuff. Um, Bo knows has got some hate for the idiots that can't be happy about winning 59 to 14. Um, from the other sideline, I, I spoke, I emailed with a guy from bearinsider.com. He's the editor at that, their site that's been around for about 30 years, 20 years now. So I asked him some questions about what he thought about Hugh Freeze, who his favorite Auburn players were, all those good things. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. I'll try to do this again tomorrow. 
Maybe not. Probably not. I don't know. I'm looking for uh, sponsors for a podcast. I've got a location. I don't want to say it yet, but it's awesome. Um, they want me to start doing a podcast there weekly. Um, not necessarily a live show. Maybe it will be. Maybe not. But more of a um, podcast recording there. Uh, but if you're interested in sponsoring uh, the podcast or the site, uh, email me at admin at warbloggle.com. Also, if you want to go to the site and get my newsletter, uh, I'm trying to send out a newsletter every Saturday morning and either Tuesday or Wednesday each week, kind of previewing, getting all the posts that you may have missed for the upcoming game and then all the posts after the game. So previewing and reviewing. Uh, but yeah, feels good to sit here and talk again. This is Warbloggle with Bloggle Spot number 237. Done. War Eagle.